Welcome to Decide to Transform. You made it to level two. Deeper questions leading to deeper answers. I'm Tomas Garza, and I'm here to help you decide to transform. I'll be setting the pace for the process to support your unfolding. Learn and commit to a practice that brings simplicity and awareness of what is ready to be released. Join me now and allow the experience of a deeper sense of love. Welcome, welcome to Decide to Transform. I am your host, Tomas Garza, and I've got a very special show today. A very special guest joining us from New Jersey is Robert B. McGinnis. And Robert, this is a show that I've been looking forward to for a long time. Guys, Robert is the CEO and founder of Soul Venture LLC. And he specializes in helping busy professionals get out of their career and into their calling. Now, Robert has been featured in many top publications, including Forbes and Business Insider. He has appeared also on ABC, NBC, and Fox News. And now he's appearing live today on Ohm Times Radio. Robert, welcome. Thanks for having me, Tomas. It's a pleasure to have you on here. This is a show that I've been excited about for a long time because it's all about personal transformation and your story has everything to do with this subject. And we're titling this show from career to calling. What does it take to make the leap? So if you wouldn't mind just jumping right in and telling us about what you consider a calling and how's that different from career? <clears throat> it's a great question. And again, thank you so much, Tomas, for inviting me to be here with you and all the listeners today. Um, My pleasure. Yeah. So as I presence this question, it's a beautiful question. And I want to start kind of in like the beginning. I believe that the call for more, the calling is a transrational conversation. It is a mm -hmm. transrational intelligence that seeks us to express ourselves beyond the confines and the rules of the mind. <clears throat> so we have our mind and we have our heart. And I believe that any time we're left with a decision, we're almost always going to have the mind come in and we're almost always going to have the heart come in. Mm -hmm. Right. And when the mind says one thing, and our heart says another thing, and we listen to our mind, what we typically end up having or experiencing, and I know this because I experienced this myself many times, uh, what we typically end up experiencing is we end up experiencing feeling like we're betraying our knowingness, betraying okay. ourselves, mm -hmm. feeling like we're slowing down time, feeling like we're mad at ourselves because we knew that we could step into more. And simultaneously, on the contrary, when we honor our knowingness, when we honor what our heart is telling us, when we honor the call, it's like a portal that we get to step into, right? Okay. That really accelerates and speeds up time. And so I believe that the call is really what leads us to our mission. So I believe that there's an evolution to this. So mm -hmm. it's our calling that leads us to our remembrance. Okay. And our remembrance leads us to our truth and our truth leads us to our mission of what we're here to, to be, do and have in this lifetime, what we were meant for. And how this is different than a career is because a career might meet the short-term needs that you have, 
right? A career could also yes. be, and by the way, a career could be a calling. Uh, if you're mm-hmm. a nurse, if you're a doctor, if you're a lawyer and like you feel totally aligned with what you're doing, then, you know, God bless you. Like you're, you're, you found your path, like so happy for you. And the reason why many people work with me is because of the contrary, because of the, the career that they're in is not really their calling. Um, and so the, the career is typically, or why, why someone typically gets into their career, it's typically based off of who they think they are mm-hmm. and not who they really are. And so this whole process of helping someone making the leap, making the transition, it's an identity shift. It's an identity shift of going from who we think we are to who we remember ourselves to be and then choosing to live in that remembrance. So I hope that answers your question. I believe it does. It most certainly does. Yes, thank you. I love that. The remembrance is really wonderful and an identity shift. And you spoke a minute ago about transrational intelligence. So for someone who's not familiar with that term, what does that refer to? Yeah, so you know, we have we have rationality, we have the mind, right? right? And we need the mind to make decisions. And I use my mind to make decisions. Like I use my mind to decide what I was having for breakfast today, right? Um, and like <laughs> yes. I use my mind to decide what time I was going to work out. And so there, there's a need and a space for that. And then we have our, our, our pre-rational intelligence, which is really the body's wisdom or somatic intelligence. And then we have the transrational intelligence, which is the field, the space between us. Some people would call it God, the universe, right? Some people call it Allah, right? right? Whatever you prefer uh-huh. to call your higher power or your creator, that's what I would call the transrational intelligence. It's the energy and information that exists amongst everything. So. One of my mentors is Dr. Donnie Epstein. He's got an unbelievable practice and work. And and he talks about really everything is energy and information. And Mm -hmm. so everything is speaking to us. There's, There's information everywhere. And we can listen to that information that's really guiding us on our path home. Okay. Yes. Yeah, thank you. And you just mentioned one of the questions that I've been dying to ask you. So let's go ahead and ask this right now. You mentioned you've worked with Dr. Donnie Epstein. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so I'm currently a a client of his in his program. Um, His modality is uh, called network chiropractic or network spinal analysis. And it's a really, really powerful um, healing modality that is very simple. It's very light touches. Um, that you get to experience while sitting on or laying down on a chiropractic table and they're very light touches that really go from the bottom of your your neck, right top of your neck all the way to the bottom of your spine. And okay. it, what it really is, and, and again, I'm not a practitioner, I'm not you know certified in the work. I'm just experienced it in a really high level. but um, what it really is, it's a healing modality that helps us release trauma or, or tension that's stored in the nervous system. So anytime we're storing tension, anytime we're storing trauma, it's it's really stored inside the nervous system. Right. And that shows up as, you know, other postures or rhythms, in essence, in our life, right? And those rhythms or postures that we take in our life really dictate, right, how our life is going. And so, you know, as they say all the time in the work, if you can, if you change your posture, you can change your life. Um, you can change your rhythm, right, that you're operating at. And that rhythm is going to create a different reality. Okay. 
Yes. Well, you know, happily, I'm familiar with network spinal analysis. I've experienced it myself. And I would just oh, say beautiful. to the listener, it's so worth it. And that's, totally. that's wonderful. And in working with Dr. Donnie Epstein, you mentioned you're a client of his. Is there a particular takeaway or one highlight item that you've learned so far through that work? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I'll just go, this will connect to my story. Um, I'll, sure. I'll kind of like touch, touch, shed some light here. Um, to keep it simple, my whole life, I wanted to be an entrepreneur. Uh, mm-hmm. I grew okay. up kind of having two polar opposite ends of, of my family. Um, my, uh, my mom was first generation, um, you know, from Jordan uh, in the Middle East. My father's okay. side was a small Irish Italian spiritual knit family. And so one side really came here with nothing and became successful entrepreneurs and also were a bunch of party animals. <laughs> and oh, okay. the other side, the other <laughs> side, the other side was very proper and, um, you know, uh, precise, you could say. So I kind of had like this polar opposite ends of views of life in different worlds. And I was very fortunate enough to have that. And uh, growing up, I kind of I like saw my, my uncles um, really become successful entrepreneurs. And I kind of identified as an entrepreneur very early on. And I had two um, business experiences um, where they pretty much uh, failed pretty miserably, um, Hmm. where, you know, I pretty much got my teeth kicked in. And at the time, it was a really dark experience for me. It was a really hard experience. Um, Looking back on it, it was the best thing that ever happened to me. And what had happened was I was, you know, I lost a lot of money. I was living at home. Um, I was also... Uh, both of them, one was in college and the, the first experience was in college. The second experience was out of college. So, um, you know, by the time I was, you know, 25, I had pretty much lost everything. I had owed a uh-huh. lot of people a lot of money. I was living at home. Okay. Uh, it was a really, really dark experience. I kind of had like an identity crisis sure. uh, mm-hmm. where, you know, I identified as an entrepreneur and then I failed, you know, twice. And like I looked at it and I was like, wow, like what if I'm not really who I think I am? And it was a really, really dark experience. And so I had to support myself. I had to, you know, kind of dig my way out. Um, so I landed a technology um, sales role in New York City. Okay. And, um, you know, it was a really great opportunity. Um, the first six months of the role, um, I did really well. Um, you know, I won their President's uh, Award Club. I was, you know, their number one rookie. Um, I really enjoyed it. But okay. the thing was, every day, Tomas, I had a three-hour round-trip commute to work every day. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And it was like by the six-month period had kind of ended, I was like, um, I had come to this kind of feeling in my body, this like pre-rational intelligence, right, we talked about earlier, where my right, body right. was like sending me messages, meaning like every day I showed up to work, I felt like I didn't belong. I felt like my stomach would turn. My throat would close up. I felt like I... Um, you know, I didn't like know how to navigate or take this next step. And I didn't really know what it was at the time. And I kind of like just kept asking myself, obviously I had a three hour round trip commute to work. So I had a lot of time to think. So I kept asking myself, I said, Hey, like, you know, what would this take for me to get back into entrepreneurship? Because I would much rather be there. And even if I wasn't making the same amount of money, I would at least feel like at home with myself. I would feel aligned with myself. I'd feel like right with myself. Mm -hmm. And, um, I kind of went on a journey of uncovering that. And so, um, one of my buddies, um, had spent a year, uh, with Tony Robbins in his platinum partnership program. 
And he started a program. I ended up coaching with him and then he introduced me to network care and, um, you know, the work that Dr. Donnie Epstein, uh, uh, is his, his practice. And, um, ever since then, uh, and that was about over the past four to five years, I've been pretty consistent with it and have been learning from the work and the modality and incorporating it as best as I can into my journey. And as I kind of went on this journey of self-discovery of working with my one buddy, uh, also learning from people like Tony Robbins, obviously Dr. Mm-hmm. Donnie Epstein, uh, Dr. Reverend Matthew Fox, who's a mystic and theologian, okay. and other top psychologists and spiritual experts that I could uncover, like what I was doing was I was taking the first step for my calling, which was uncovering how I can make this happen, right? And in right. that process, what I uncovered, this is gonna answer your question here, what I uncovered was a map, right? Okay. A, a map that anyone could use, that I could use at the time to get out of my career and into my calling to navigate myself by uncovering myself. And really what I was uncovering wasn't anything external, right? It was actually internal. It was like the sure. deepest parts of me, right? I was the map, right? right? Uh, yeah. And and so, so the biggest thing that I really got from Dr. Donnie Epstein was uncovering how soul works and when you're experiencing mm-hmm. your soul and what that looks like. And for me, um, while I was supporting myself, I landed another, I had transitioned into a second technology sales role. Uh, it was a startup in Colorado. And um, what actually ended up happening was they had fired me um, 11 months Mm -hmm. in and um, I had gotten all of the signs that like the role wasn't for me. And it was actually in getting fired. That was probably the second best thing that happened to me that (laughs) I I realized (laughs) that I was avoiding what I was doing was I was avoiding a shortcut. I knew I had this calling to step into coaching, but I hadn't like I was trying to find a shortcut around it. And that's where Dr. Donnie Epstein's biggest lesson came in for me. He said, in this lifetime, you're either going to experience soul or you're going to experience pain. Okay. And that has been the biggest understanding and um, wisdom that I have gained that has helped me realize that, like, wow, like, it's really a kind of ultimatum where your hand gets forced. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened. Both a couple of times, my hand got forced because I was operating out of my alignment. I was operating out of my truest identity. And sure. I believe that life was reflecting me back and giving me pain to show me that I'm here for something bigger and that okay. I wasn't operating within the integrity of my path. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a long winded answer. <laughs> I hope oh, that answers your it. question. Um, and it makes sense. It does. It does make sense. And, and yes, thank you. you. You definitely did answer it. And this is a, one of the things that I'm most curious about is your story. So before we take a, a commercial break, we've got a couple of minutes here. But is, was there one event or one moment that really, when you were commuting every day, mm-hmm. was there one specific incident that led you to make a change or a shift or a transformation? Anything that stands out? Yeah. Um, I remember specifically significant times being late for my train. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> and, and I remember specific times where like I was in my car, like driving really fast in the morning to make this train so I could show up to work on time. And then I had asked myself, I said, you know, if I really want to be here, why, why aren't I just showing up on time naturally? You know, if I really want sure. this, if this is really right. aligned for me, why do I keep hitting the snooze button? Why do I keep rushing through my breakfast? Why do I keep, you know, um, 
um, you know, getting, you know, dressed in ways that I don't feel are appropriate for me for work, you know, and not showing up in my, my nicest attire. And, you know, that's when I realized I was like, well, is this really me? You know, is this, am I really fully operating in my highest level of integrity and authenticity that I can? I see. That was kind of one big moment for me, for sure. Mm -hmm. Now, when that moment struck, were you on the train? Or waiting at the I think, station. yeah, I, uh, I think it was a series of mini micro moments that kind gotcha. of led me to that question. Um, you know, that I, that a couple of those incidents put together, but I, I can definitely remember all of that adding up and then me showing up to work. And I just felt like this, you know, boulder or heavy stone drop in my stomach. You okay. know, every day I would show up and I was just like, this doesn't feel like something feels off. And mm-hmm that's when I decided that I was going to really uncover what that really meant. I love that. Okay. Yes. And if you're out there listening, perhaps you can relate to this situation. We're going to step away for a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to continue our discussion with Robert McGinnis, the founder and CEO of Soul Venture LLC. This is Decide to Transform here on Ohm Times Radio. Stick around. We'll be right back. Connecting you with the best of the conscious minds in the world. Ohm Times Radio. IOM FM. Being a radio host on IOM FM allows you to build your show on a rich platform with the power of the Internet to fulfill your outreach goals and connect with a very specialized and global online audience, unlimited by time and distance. Ohm Times Radio will provide you with web relevance, a recognizable conscious brand, and with the standard of excellence that has accompanied every single Ohm Times endeavor. Host your show with Ohm Times Radio Network. Did you know that you have the power to change anything in your life? Did you know you can do so even with the things that you've already decided are impossible to change? Come join me, Venus Castleberg, on Outside the Impossible as I interview people from around the globe that have literally changed the things they thought were impossible to change just by using the amazing tools of Access Consciousness. Now airing Wednesdays, 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. Do you dare to believe that anything really is possible? Are you considering starting your own podcast? Do you have a book or other content you'd like to share with a worldwide audience? Hello, I'm Tomas Garza, host of Decide to Transform here on Ohm Times Radio. Myself and Lisa Berry, host of Light on Living, help people like you produce your very own radio show. At Podcast Prosperity, we help you create your show and recirculate your content for multimedia impact. Through creation and launch, We give you the support and mentorship you need and help you create the influence, income, and impact you desire. Contact us at lightonliving.com forward slash podcast prosperity. A social distancing tip. Putting distance between yourself and others is critical to slowing the spread of coronavirus. So here are ways to stay in contact without the physical contact part. Call, send a text, set up a video conference, post on social media, dedicate a song on the radio. If you have symptoms of fever, dry cough, and shortness of breath, call your health care provider before going to their office. For more info, visit coronavirus.gov. Let's all do our part, because we're all hashtag alone together. Brought to you by the Ad Council. 
Welcome back to Decide to Transform. I'm Tomas Garza, and with me today is Robert McGinnis. And Robert, let's jump right back into this segment. I've got a question that I've been wondering about here. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned that when you were commuting three hours a day to and from your home and going to New York and having all of these experiences that you felt like you weren't living your calling, that there was so much that was just off, What's a, what in your experience led you to ask the constructive questions that you talked about before the break, the how questions, the how can I, how can I do this differently? Because it strikes me that when people are stuck, that's often one of the hardest questions for someone to really pose. So how did you arrive at that and, and be able to ask that? It's a great question. <clears throat> um, I don't, it's a, I'm, I'm thinking with it and I think the answer is a lot more si simple than the question might come across as, but sure, it was sure. just more, more of something like, Hey, if these are the results that I'm, I'm having in my life, there's a reason for that. Right. I believe everything outside of us is just a reflection of everything already going on inside of us. And so if that's the case, if that's, you know, what's really, really going on, if this is what's happening in my life, then, you know, I have to take the hard look. I have okay. to take responsibility for the look that I have to give myself, right? And really be truly honest with myself. If I'm really experiencing the life that I want to be experiencing, right? Why, why is this the case? Why is everything showing up outside of me the way that it is? It must be that there's something I'm co-creating, right? It must be sure. that they're like, I'm responsible for this. So I believe that spirituality is the highest form of responsibility, right? Spirituality equals responsibility. And so if, if we are going to be truly, right, spiritual, if we're tr truly going to be living a conscious life, right, we have to take the utmost responsibility for everything outside of us, right? Yeah. And I truly believe yeah. in, like, honoring that reflection is, like, the most sacred thing in my life. And I hold that to a really, really, really high standard. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, and I think that there are plenty of people out there listening all over the world that do the same. And if, in fact, you're out there listening and you're struggling with asking these questions, Robert, question for you. What would you say to people that have yet to ask those questions to make the leap, as we talk about in the show title? If someone's struggling with that, what would you say to them? What suggestions or advice would you give? Yeah. So to clarify your question, your question is if someone is really in a point in their career where maybe they feel like it's just not aligned for them and there's something bigger they're being called into, what questions can yes. they ask themselves to kind of take the next step for themselves? That's, that's kind of your question. Yes, that's, that's part of it. And um, what kind of suggestions would you have for someone who either doesn't know to ask those questions or is struggling with that experiencing yeah. some resistance? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. So the first thing's first, like, I believe that we have to honor the truth. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. We have to honor what's really real. In order to honor what's really real, we have to slow down. And so the thing about being in, let's say you're in a nine to five role or you're in a, a career that has a lot of requirements for you that you feel maybe unaligned with, what happens is that we kind of overcompensate with it by going really fast in our life. 
Right. So, you know, we'll, we'll get ready fast. We'll show up fast. We'll go, 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 go. And then we're not taking a time for pause. And a lot of times that's a kind of like an unconscious avoidance pattern where sure. we know that if we pause, we're going to have to take this hard look. So then I'd rather just not pause at all. Okay. Right. Does that make sense? Cause then I won't have yes. to look at what I have to look at. Exactly. And so, so the step one is to like really pause and honor the truth honor what's really real in your life and check in with yourself and whatever that looks like for you, for everyone, it's going to be different, right? I believe that we, uh, you know, on our path, right on our, on our, on our path of our alignment, right? We have places in our body where our body says hell yes to us and where our body yes. kind of says hell no. Or another way of saying that is we have places in our body where our body points North, right? Right. True North. Exactly. True. And we have a place in our body where our body points South. And so you want to check in with what that looks like for you and really slow down and give that it's give it its day, give it its like do your due diligence and check in with you. Because at the end of the day, no one's going to know what's best for you other than you. Right. right. No one's going to know what's what's best for you other than, you know, who you're here to be. And so I believe that we came into this world with a guidance system, just like we have. Right. Uh, you, you have a cell phone, you have a laptop, it comes pre-programmed with games, apps, and coding, right? We come into this world with a knowingness, wisdom, uh -huh. intelligence that's here to like lead us towards our path. So that's really my first piece of advice. My suggestion sure. on how to slow down is you should have a really powerful presence practice uh -huh. um, or, or, or mindfulness practice or meditation practice and really listening to your body, I believe is the foundation of this whole process. And this process is really the biggest choosing that, you know, we're going to take in our life. It's the biggest choosing um, that, you know, we'll, we'll ever embark upon of really saying right. yes to who we really are. And it's scary, right? Soul is the ultimate paradox, right? Like it's scary yes. and beautiful, you know, at the same time. So um, mm. does, that, does, that, does that answer your question? It most definitely does. Yes. Thank you. And so if you don't mind, describe your meditation or mindfulness practice. What does that look like for you personally? Yeah. Um, so uh, one of my really good friends and mentors, um, his name is Rob Renahan. Uh, oh, Rob yeah. spent uh, eight years, um, almost nine years in the, in the Zen Buddhist monastery, oh, practicing okay. 90 days of silence at a time. And he has an unbelievable um presence practice and interrelational um uh, emotional intelligence model and modality okay. and um it's all about how do we uncover what's the highest win-win for ourselves and for others in terms of how we relate to others um okay. it's a really powerful practice and i've been spending a lot of time with him over the past couple of years working and learning from him and uh the biggest thing is really listening to your body and learning to drop in to your core, what's called your okay. Dantian. And the, your Dantian is the, the really your pubic bone in the front, your hips on the side and your sacral in the back. It's kind of like your belt of sovereignty. And okay. really when we're dropped in there, uh, and this is what my uh, mentor Rob Renahan says, when we're dropped in there, we're really landed in the body. So having a process where I really land in my body, right? I really am embodying, right? My wisdom and my presence in my space. Uh, allows me to really be super present to everything that's coming through me and everything that's being co-created around me. Okay. 
Um, so that's the high level of what that looks like. Um, it, mm -hmm. There's a process to, to, to doing that. Um, for those that will be listening at the end of the call today, I'll, I'll be giving away a free gift. It's a guided meditation that is going to really help you clarify, like, what's the next step for you yes. um, in your process. And um, that meditation is really great for beginners. People are just getting started out in their meditation practice or have been doing some meditation practice for a little bit. It really helps us uncover what's the next step right in the way of that allows us to really move forward on our path and 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 really uncover what's the obstacle that's in the way um so i my practice is i'm doing about 30 minutes in the morning and 30 minutes at night to get about a total okay. of an hour a day um and you know really making sure that i'm closing all of my open loops um is also a huge key of presence like any task any to do's do my very best to Make sure I clear them out because those weigh in on the nervous system in a really powerful way and then impedes on our presence. Okay. So, um, yeah, does, does that answer your question? It most certainly does. Uh, thank you. And as far as open loops go, um, would you mind sharing some examples of, of what that looks like for our listeners? Uh, closing an open loop. Yeah. You know, for example, if someone has a long to-do list, Right at the beginning of the day, you know, um, maybe you have like five items on your to-do list for work, another four items for, you know, your family and another three items that are personal. And, okay. you know, your goal is to try to get them done at the end of the day. And, you know, you might only get through maybe half of your list at best. And what happens is that the other half of the list you're still carrying with you, whether it's on your piece of paper, on your task list, right? You're carrying it in your nervous system because what your nervous system is saying, right, is like, hey, I haven't found a way to complete this yet. We haven't completed sure. this yet. Okay. So it's actually going to weigh on you as like this open task, right, that like needs to be solved. And if we don't take care of that, right, or find a way to energetically decide, hey, I'm either going to move this to tomorrow or I'm going to find different times in my week to get these done, Right. right? Um, if, if I don't uncover where that's going to land or what's going to show up, um, you know, or how that's going to show up in my calendar, if I don't clarify that, right, it's going to have an energetic effect on, on, on my body. And that's yes. going to impede my ability to actually listen and be present. Okay. Right. So having 20 open items on a to-do list is a not great for presence in other words it's it yeah it's it can really impede on presence and it's more it's more important that you have a process or a system to manage your open loops so i go through a practice with my uh with my clients that we come on board with it's the first thing we do is we introduce a system to manage their open loops because once you can really declutter your, your open loops, then you can check in with your body more and you can listen to right. your body more and where it's guiding you on your path. Yes. And um, so there, what I call the three D's of, of productivity, it's either you're going to do it, you're going to delegate it, or you're going to have to delete it. <laughs> and right. uh, when I tell people delete, they're like, well, I can't delete this. Well, if, okay. if, if you if you actually look at the impact of what this task is having, if you look at the impact that this task is having on your nervous system, right? Mm -hmm. And let's say you haven't gotten this task done in over 10 days to two weeks, and it's okay. still been on your list. 
Well, the question I'd ask you is, well, well if you don't want to delete it, then why haven't you gotten it done yet? Um, mm -hmm. You know, and and chances are that it, there's probably a, a, a more negative impact being had on you by you holding on to it versus you deciding to just part ways with it. Right. right? Okay. Um, yes. And so and so when you're able to just part ways with it, right? Uh, you actually free yourself up from this obligation and you get to accept or say, hey, you know what? I can't get this all done, <laughs> right? Of course. And it's coming into that acceptance where there's there's actually a lot of freedom. Uh -huh. Yes, yeah, I, I would agree with that. And what do you suppose in your experience makes it so hard for people to hit delete? Yeah, I think I, I, I mean, I don't I don't want to generalize here, but I think there's probably aspects of, of control um, oh, in yes, some aspect. Yes. Um, there's probably aspects of realizing like, hey, I don't know if I fully surrendered into this just yet or how to surrender into this right now. Um, OK. Yeah, I think I think that's those are those are aspects of it. Um, sure. There could be deep rooted for many people, though, it could be different for each sure. person. True. Yeah, that's very true. That, that could uh, be much more complicated than just that. But yes, it seems to me that that's something that so many people hang on to. And closing the open loop is, of course, of great importance. So when you work with your clients, how do you recommend that they close those loops? So there's a whole process that we go through, but we help them. The first thing we help them do is we help them really brain dump. It's called a brain dump oh, okay. where you yeah, just yeah. grab a sheet of paper and you just literally get everything on the sheet of paper, everything from as big as like work tasks to projects you have to finish to things as little as like, you know, um, I have to vacuum my basement, right? Or I have to, you know, finish the laundry or I got to clean my car, right? Like every task, every, there's no big or small task. And then we have them go through um, the delegates first. So what can they delegate, right? What can they get off their plate? Then we go into deletes. Right. What can they just finally part ways with and accept that, like, hey, they're probably not going to get it done. Right. And if they need to get it done, then can they find a way to delegate it? Um, okay. And then once we go to the, the dues, right, of what needs to be done, then we have them rank what's left. So if they had 20 items on their list and five were deleted and five were delegated and there's 10 left, we would then have them rank those 10, one through 10. Okay. And then. And then from there, once they've ranked them one through 10, we have them pick where in their calendar are they going to do the first five. And they put in their calendar, where am I going to do the first thing, second thing, third, fourth, and fifth? And you don't move on past five okay. until you've completed all five. And oh, then you go through six through 10, and that's how you, you really manage your list. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's very systematic then. It sounds like a, a process. And... A question that I have from earlier in the show is when you were having all of your personal experiences that led you to ask the deeper level questions, you mentioned a map. And mm -hmm. what is what is the map? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, to keep it simple, I believe that there's, you know, really three stages um, anyone's going to go through when transitioning out of their career and into their calling or their entrepreneurial calling. And the first stage is finding your path. 
And okay. what finding your path is all about is about really listening right to the parts of ourselves that are guiding us right towards our path. It's about recalibrating the compass. So in that, in that series, what we help our clients do is we help them listen to and uncover where in their body does their body say hell yes to them or point uh-huh, north yeah. and where in their body does their body say hell no and point south. And we're learning the practice and the art of desertion. Right. And discerning where that is for them in their life. And then and then it's through deep presence where they really uncover a whole journey in a whole new world from that space. So that's that's really the finding series. And then really, once we've found once we've uncovered our our compass, we've recalibrated our compass, we're using our compass, then our compass is going to lead us to our path. Mm, And then we get to our path. But what happens is, is that there's all this stuff in the way. There's all these trees, there's all these boulders, there's all these things obstructing our view of having clarity. Sure. And all of those things, I believe, represent the parts of ourselves or the wounds in our life that are really the aspects of our journey, right? Previous parts of our journey that have prevented us from remembering or what I call the parts of ourselves that have forgotten. I see. Uh-huh. Right. And, and when we work through the parts of ourselves that have forgotten, we then remember who we are. We remember a truth about ourselves that we feel really strongly about. Okay. And it's from that truth that we then start to walk our path living that truth. Yes. And okay. that truth is kind of like a, a seed that gets planted, right, as part of their um, identity. And right. then they're ready to start walking their path. Love it. Okay. So again, a systematic practice. So we're going to take a quick station break here on Ohm Times Radio. When we come back, we're going to find out more from Robert McGinnis and more about how you can work with Robert. We'll take a short break, guys. We'll be right back. Free your mind with Ohm Times Radio, IOM FM. Ohm Times Magazine is one of the leading online content providers of positivity, wellness, and personal empowerment. A philanthropic organization, their net proceeds are funneled to support worldwide charity initiatives via Humanity Healing International. Through their commitment to creating community and providing conscious content, they aspire to uplift humanity on a global scale. Connect at ohmtimes.com. Ohm Times, creating a more conscious lifestyle. My name is Victor Furman. Some call me The Voice. I've always been fascinated with human nature, spirituality, science, and the crossroads at which they meet. Join me Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern on Ohm Times Radio, and we'll explore these topics and so much more on Destination Unlimited. Hi, I'm Tomas Garza, author of Decide and host of Decide to Transform on Ohm Times Radio. I want to ask you, if you want something in life, have you decided on it? If not, you'll listen to a limiting story about yourself. You will say you can't, you're too old, too young, etc. 
Decide to transform in life. Learn what you can choose to believe instead of your limiting stories. Decide. Available now in paperback and ebook. I'm Fidel Nshombo. I was born in a city called the Bukavu in the Congo. We were a loving family. And then, boom, everything that I had disappeared in a single day. People think that when you are a refugee and they resettle you to America and all your problems are done. They don't understand that that's the beginning of everything. I was not born a refugee. I was made one. It's time we welcome refugee families with open arms. Learn more at EmbraceRefugees.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Welcome back to Decide to Transform. I'm Tomas Garza, and you're listening to a very special interview today with Robert McGinnis, the CEO and founder of Soul Venture LLC, who's been taking us through a fascinating and deep internal journey, telling us about some of his inner work in going from career to calling. And we've been discussing what it takes to make the leap. So, Robert, before the break, we were talking about the map and some of the ways mm -hmm. that you work with your clients. How did you start coaching after you had these experiences? How did you get into doing what you're doing today? <clears throat> yeah, it's a great question. Thank you for asking. Um, you bet. So, um, originally and initially when I was – on my journey of self-discovery, um, I was really trying to uncover it for myself. Mm -hmm. And what had happened was I was doing a lot of research. Okay. And I was learning from a lot of my mentors, and I really started seeing a couple of things, shifts happening in our society and economy. And there's two really big shifts that I really started seeing. Okay. The first was that there was this new economy emerging faster than ever before. Um, the rise of the internet, the rise of robotics, the rise of social media. And right. I saw two kind of um, uh, uh, factors that were, were taking place. And, it was the rise of the internet and social media were actually making it easier for someone to monetize something. Sure. Right. And then right. simultaneously the rise of robots and automation was also, I saw something that's kind of like shrinking the, the, the workforce, so okay. to speak. And I don't believe robotics, by the way, I mean, I, I can't say for certain, but I don't genuinely generally believe that robotics are going to totally replace the entire workforce. I don't, I don't know if sure. that's possible. I do believe that there's a, mm -hmm. there's a symbiotic relationship, but I do think that like the economy is going to shift and change and jobs will change for sure because of it. Right. And so what I do, what I have seen and what, what is statistically real is that the middle class has been shrinking for the, for the, quite a while now. And in this new economy, because of this middle class shrinking, you're seeing this binary effect, binary meaning like, on one side, it's either you're producing something in this economy, and on the other side, it's like you're you're consuming what someone else is producing. And um, what I saw was that, like, okay, well, what's the best way to produce something? What's the best way to deliver value? 
And as I further looked into it, it's like, wow, well, actually the best way to produce value is really from your alignment. It's from your okay. soul, right? Because that's where you're going to have the biggest, we're all going to have our biggest impact in the world is from that space. And then I took this a little bit further and I started doing a little bit more research and we saw this other shift that was happening, which is that there's a massive consciousness movement, right? That's happening. Okay. And, you know, we're on own times radio. I think that's pretty clear. And, yes. um, um, and I believe that these two shifts are actually connected that they're part of bigger shifts that are taking place in our society. And I believe that the bigger shift that's happening is that we're, we're entering into a new tier of consciousness and a new tier oh, of living. Okay. Right. And that's going to affect everything, right? It's going to affect all of the, the systems that we have. And so it's in this new tier, I believe, where soul is the standard. Where if we're not doing something where soul is at the foundation of what we're doing, I think it's going to be really hard to find something sustainable for the future. And so, sure. you know, to keep it simple, um, I believe that we're living in a time where the needs of our soul are at our fingertips. And with that being said, to take this a little bit further, I believe the rise of entrepreneurship is going to continue to happen. And more and more people are going to step into entrepreneurship. They're getting a calling to make a bigger impact in some way. And I believe truthfully and honestly that entrepreneurship, when it's done the right way, is the highest form of spirituality. Okay. Yeah. Because if, if you're just in an awakened awareness, you just have this awakened download, but you don't do anything with it. Right. You keep it to yourself where you really awakened in the first place, where you really actually living from what the, the true essence of what this download really means, because at the core of it, again, I'll go back to it. Spirituality equals responsibility. Okay. Right. So yes. if you're, if you're in this awakened awareness and you're having this spiritual experience, you now actually have a responsibility to share it. Agreed. Yeah. And, and if you look at all of the great prophets, Right. Jesus, Buddha, mm -hmm. Muhammad, Abraham, Moses, not from a theological perspective, but from a historical perspective. What, what sure. did they all historically have in common? Right. Well, historically, what they all had in common, that they all were human beings having a divine or spiritual experience. And then they took that experience and shared it with the world. And in when they right. did that, they had followers. <laughs> they were the original influencers. <laughs> yes, they did. And, <laughs> and, and at the same time, they also had opposition. They uh -huh, had people that right. opposed, right, what they were sharing. Yeah, and, sure. and at the same time, all of the prophets, they all had a truth. And a truth uh -huh. that they shared, right, was really like a sword. A sword to slay through all of the BS, right, mm -hmm. that, is, yeah. that was there. And... Almost all of the, the prophets, they all were ahead of their time. Sure. They were not understood till either later in their life or till post-mortem, right? Uh -huh. And um, so I share this with you because I believe that we're all prophets. Right? My, okay. my mentor, right. Dr. Uh, Reverend Matthew Fox, says that we're all mystics. We're all prophets, right? We're all here saying yes to our prophetic journey. 
So sure. the Soul Venturer, right? The, why, the reason why our, the name of our company is Soul Venturer is because we're here to bridge, right, entrepreneurship and spirituality together. And okay. we're here to do that in a way that allows people to effectively say yes to something bigger in their life. I love that. And and the soul venturer is just the it's an archetype, right? It's it's an archetype of an individual who continually says yes. Okay. Who continually says yes to their prophetic journey, to the next step in their process, to the next step in their journey, and whatever that looks like. And so that. to them, okay. right? So um to answer your 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 question right, of, you know, what this kind of looks like and, and kind of what we're here for. Um, sure. We're here to help people step into their bigness and remember who they truly are and to, like, make an impact in the marketplace, right, from mm. that place and to really live a life where you can have a mission that is making an impact and it impact all other areas of your life where you're living in your fullest expression and alignment. And, you know, this is scary, right? This is a scary process for anyone. This isn't for any, this isn't for everyone who's, you know, like, you know, ready to say yes. Like, like the people that we work with are, are people that are like, I'm ready to actualize my truest purpose of who I'm yes, here to be. I'm right, ready to exactly. actualize my destiny. And so, yeah. um, yeah, I share that, um, with all of the, 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 you know, reverence and, and, and sacredness for anyone's journey. Um, yeah. And yeah, so I hope that kind of gives you a high level overview of, you know, Soul Venture, what we're here to do and how we do it, um, you know, from a high level. It does. Thank you. And there's several pieces that really resonate in there. Spirituality equals responsibility. In other words, a sacred responsibility for all of us. I think that is incredibly powerful. So Robert, how can people get a hold of you? If someone is interested in finding out more information from you, how do yeah. they reach you? Yeah, great question. So first off, thank you so much for having me, Tomas, and thank you to oh, Times for, pleasure. yeah, thank you, uh, Om Times and you, Tomas, for, for having me today. Um, you know, for, first things first, um, I, I'm, a, I'm a giver, so I have lots of gifts for everyone listening today. Um, right. and, uh, first things first, for those that would like to just stay connected, if you've appreciated anything I've shared or resonated, I'd love to connect with you. So you can follow me on any of my social media channels, uh, either Instagram, Facebook, um, Twitter, LinkedIn. Um, it's Robert B. McGinnis. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so yeah, if you just look up Robert B. McGinnis, all right, McGinnis is spelled just like the beer. Uh, with the <laughs> yes. MC in the front. <laughs> and um, yeah, you can go ahead and connect and I'd love to stay connected uh, on any platform. Um, okay. The second, um, this is more of the first gift, but second way to stay connected is um, I have a guided meditation for everyone. Uh, for those that would like to download the guided meditation and really like take the next step on your journey or uncover what that could look like. What this meditation really is, it's a beautiful way um, for you to really connect with your future self, right? The, 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 okay. Your higher self and really be guided on uncovering what's the next step for you to take on your journey. And uh, it's a 15 minute meditation. It's super easy. It's very relaxing and it's powerful. Uh, um, and so that link is soulventurer.com backslash meditation. Um, okay. And then for those that are like really like, intrigued that really want to learn more, you can visit our website at soulventurer.com. Okay. And, um, you know, for those that want to check out more or would like to have a conversation or explore this journey, 
on our website, there's a form where you can fill out and we can have a 30 minute connection call um, and we can really see if this might be a good fit for you. Sure. And we can talk to you okay. about the next steps in our process of what that looks like. But um, yeah, that's, that's really that. Um, I want to just again, say thank you so much to everyone listening and for all those that are listening, you know, um, my heart goes out to anyone, you know, who's in a career that may not feel aligned or know that they're meant for yes. more for something bigger in their life. And um, I pray that everyone gets to say yes, you know, to what they're here for. Right. Uh, thank you so much. And so if, if you're listening, it's soulventure.com and Robert B. McGinnis on social media, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, soulventure.com. And I highly recommend that everyone go on and take advantage of that 15-minute meditation. Meditation is, of course, such a powerful tool. So, Robert, in the time that we have remaining today, it's been such a pleasure to have you on. And I've really enjoyed your sharing about your journey and your experience. I think there's so much in this show that will really resonate with people on a powerful level. But before we go, are there any suggestions or anything else that you would like to say to the listeners today? Mm. Yeah, I'm feeling into this one. Sounds good. Mm. Yeah, I think the, the biggest thing that I would say and share is, is that may you continue to say yes to the bigness of who you are, of who you always have been and who you always will be. And may you saying yes have an impact, a ripple of impact so big that it invites everyone else in your field, in your space to do the same. I love it. Okay, yes. So may you say yes, most definitely <laughs> yes to yourself. I love this. Yeah. Okay. That is a very, very powerful. It's, it's powerful advice. And again, spirituality equals responsibility. There's so many ways that we can plug in. And Robert, thank you so much for joining us today. This has been a real pleasure. I've been looking forward to this. And if you don't mind, uh, just let us know one more time here how people can get a hold of you. Yes, my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me again, Tomas. Um, yeah, so to keep it simple, um, for those that would love to stay connected again on social media, um, it's uh, Robert B, as in Brian, uh, and last name Mick Guinness. Uh, it's M-C-G-U-I. N-N-E-S-S, -S, two N's, two S's. Um, and for those that would love to take advantage of the meditation, um, it's soulventurer.com backslash meditation. And then for those that would like to learn more information, you can visit our website at soulventurer.com. Um, and for those that love to take the next step, there's forms and ways to connect on our website where you can learn more, um, you know, if you feel like this is a fit for you, if you feel like you're in a position in your life where like you're wanting more, you're wanting to uncover what that looks like, and then you're wanting to then go live that in some way, shape or form, you know, our mission is here to help you, to help you step into that. So yeah, you can learn more about our website on our website. You can check out all of our testimonials and uh, yeah, it's been quite a pleasure. So thank you all for listening and thank you for being with us today.
Yes, thank you very much. I very much appreciate your tuning in and all of your comments from all over the world that I've received. You've been listening to Decide to Transform here on Ohm Times Radio with very special guest Robert McGinnis. I'm Tomas Garza. Have a great week, everyone. We will talk to you very soon.